today's episode is brought to you by Pure VPN. Whether you're streaming, browsing, or just looking for a little more online security, Pure VPN has you covered. Rated 4.8 stars by TruePilot and seen on Wired, Yahoo Tech, The Huffington Post, and Lifehacker, Pure VPN offers blazing fast VPN services at an affordable price. Pure VPN also has features like internet kill switch, split tunneling, and the capacity to allow 10 devices per account, as well as 24-7 customer support. Right now, they're even offering a 7-day full access trial for just 99 cents and an additional 40% off their monthly subscription service. Use the link in the show notes to secure this deal and your online activity today. Okay, looks like we're recording. It does say recording. Oh, Zoom is so smooth, man. So smooth. So my name is Alex. I'm Sterling. This is the Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff podcast, the show where we watch, drink, and review. Uh, this week, you're listening to this episode exactly one day after Valentine's Day, right? No, two days. Two days after Valentine's Day. What day because is next, Valentine's Day? Next, next Monday is the 15th. No, no, we come out on Mondays. Comes out on Monday, so it'll be yeah, the day so, after Valentine's Yeah, day. I was right. One day. You're listening to this exactly one day after Valentine's Day. We're getting very good with our planning. You can't see it, but in my background is a big heart-shaped tree thing that Alex can see. That's, That's right. just for him. It's beautiful. Um, so what we're doing is uh, a movie about a very dysfunctional couple with a very fucking wild crazy twist or actually many twists i guess yes um, um i go any further we have to cheers oh dear god yeah cheers cheers brohim cheers brother okay i found this um i was looking up uh movies on fucked up couples and i was directed to medium.com i could put the i'll send you the link and we can put it in the show notes maybe that sounds great um and there were 20 movies there were couples fucked up couples from all over the board i found this one read it and the guy writing the article is near the top of the list like best movie with a fucked up couple and it was near the top of the list. And the guy was like, I was just stumbling along Netflix. I found this, watched it on a whim, and it was a great. So I had to put it on this list. So I read up on it. I thought it sounded awesome. I started watching it. I said, Alex, you should watch it. And I asked you not to, to read anything. Did you spoil anything at all for yourself? Not even a little bit. I was yes. So, I told you how crazy my day was, and I was so behind. And we were, so you mentioned wanting to do like, weird uh like dysfunctional couples or something like that like you, you used a couple different adjectives to describe the type of couple <laughs> for the movie yeah. to watch and i was like okay i think i have an idea and i was like thinking of i started thinking like rom-coms of like like couples yeah. that don't belong together and i was like oh, that could be fun but that's not really like fucked up you know it's just silly and i was like what's like yeah. a good like like a good one and then I, Edward Scissorhands came to mind. And then you sent that link. 
and I looked you through some of the movies and Edward Scissorhands was on there. I was like, oh, I could talk about that. Uh, and you, I was like, what are you going to watch, bro? Like m- my day started to leave me very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you going to watch? Like, let me jump on that train <laughs> so that we can do that <laughs> together and I can ride your coattails. Um, and you're like, oh, I watched, uh, you know, this. And then you, you specifically said, don't read anything about it. Just dive in. I was like, yeah. okay. And you did not disappoint. I, wow. I was expecting an artsy indie style film about like a couple going through a rough patch, basically. Interesting. And I was 50% right. What's funny is that when you started, I had to take a break and, or I, I had to take a break. You had started. And then you texted me about the time that I had finished saying you had finished. So I think we ended the movie at about the same time. Oh, that's baller. <laughs> yeah. So like you and me were going through the same things at the same time. Um, if you are a fan and you listen to us all the time, you're fucking amazing and I love you. But what I'm getting at is if you, if you trust our movie tastes, go watch this movie right now and then come back and listen to this so I don't blow anything for you. Because it's really cool going into this not knowing anything. Absolutely. Like 100% spoiler alert. Uh, if you have any interest in watching this movie, don't listen any further. Come back to right now in the podcast <laughs> yeah, after you're we'll watching it. We'll give you a, a slight interlude. Right now, go. And we're back. You just watched the movie. Let's review it. Yeah, just dude. like that. <laughs> um, I like where you're going. So, you thought it was going to be like a rom com, each artsy movie. Yeah, I thought it was going to have its little cute moments, and like, you know, like when I say indie film, I was imagining like. They, they just edit movies differently and they have different camera angles a lot like of times. Less, less music, I, I find. Yes, that was literally the next thing I was going to say. It's like a <laughs> lot quieter and yeah, like yeah. let natural sounds happen. Like you walking across the floor or like splashing right. in the pool or whatever and there's like no music at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's and- funny that we have them like picked. Like artsy is a type and that I feel like that makes it not good if you can put it in such a narrow in such a small box you know what I mean agreed because they do that trying to be outside of the norm but you can't there are too many people trying to do exactly what you're doing so now it's something different yeah exactly bro I I felt a lot of Jordan Peele vibes in this movie oh wow good call very good call and even like the music that they did have, or like, I guess I don't even want to call it music. It was like sound effects that they like had. Har- yeah, it was like. Like shrill sounding violin noises. Just noises to make you uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, or to like derive feeling. I don't know, but totally right. It wasn't total music for a lot of it. What's interesting too is, is I had started the movie and I knew what I was expecting, like I just said. And I'm watching it. And and some of the shots that they had of like 
like inside of the house at night and you can like see a bunch of windows and they're all dark and the shot would like linger. I was like, is this a thriller? Like, is something weird going to happen? And it totally did. I was like, oh my God, like this is way better than I thought. And I stopped it because Fal was like cooking dinner and she had some more stuff to deal with. And I was like, uh, before I started, I was like, do you want to watch this? Like, I have to watch this movie tonight. She's like, no, like, I don't want to watch your rom-com. I was like, okay. And I get about nine minutes into the movie (laughs) and I stop it. And I was like, I think you might like this. Like (laughs) things are happening. And she's like, no, like it's okay. And I was like, okay. And then again, like maybe 45 minutes in, I was like, I think you're really going to like this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So funny, dude. It, it had me all the way. I was, I was very pumped. Um, I, I, so I had a reverse experience with Katie because I, she liked it immediately right off the bat and then dropped off fucking hard. <laughs> she, she walked in after like the first 10, 15 minutes. And uh, I'll just say, I'll just say the characters right now. Cause there's only two characters or well, three. There's three we, technically one of which is three, in there for like five minutes. Yeah. There's three people in the whole movie. That's it. And it's mostly two, just two. So our main guy, uh, Mark Duplass, like, I can't tell you what he's in, but you've seen him in things, you know? It's exactly what I told Fal after I watched it. She's like, who's in it? I was like, her name is Kate Moss, right? Uh, Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. I fucking Um, love her, dude. She's in so much shit. Mad Men, which you would goddamn love. I knew uh, that at some point. You would love it. She's Madman. Um, what's what's the big one? Uh, Handmaiden's Tale. Handmaiden's Tales. Yeah. The Invisible Man. Yep. And then fucking legendary Ted Danson is their Hell therapist yeah. in the very beginning. But I. That's she it. Who was in it? And I was like, it's that girl. I, I thought it was Kate Moss. It's Elizabeth Moss. And then he said, it's some guy that I've seen before, but I cannot tell you what he's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he reminds me like i was trying to put my finger on it and he is like exactly like my friend brian just looks and sounds like him it's insane but i'm trying to find him in other shit dude i can't like i don't know where i've seen him but i've seen him everybody's seen him yeah he looks like he's probably been in like six episodes of portlandia like that's what yeah yeah he's fucking very familiar um so like we we kick off this movie that the couple they're named Ethan and Sophie and they're in a, a session with a therapist who de- is never named it's just therapist yeah um and and they're right off the bat you could tell they're having some serious problems and they don't they don't tell you right away but like you can pretty much gather that he he cheated on her that he had an affair and it it will later be revealed, but like you could pretty much put it together. At this yeah, point. it it's you're right. It's never stated, but it's very obvious mm-hmm. that they are in counseling because they want to work on it. But like she's angry at him, and he's like, "I don't know why you can't forgive me." Like that, you know, just like I'm here because you want me to be, but I already said sorry, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, classic, classic thing. And this happens in a lot of movies. Like I have this 
this unusual, unique thing that I send couples to. And uh, everybody who goes comes back a renewed couple, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, well, here's this thing where it's going to be like a really weird, like maybe they have to do an obstacle course. Maybe they have to survive in the wild. And then they go through some crazy turbulence and then they realize that they love each other. Like I've seen this or seen this premise at least in tons of movies. And that's where I thought it was going. Like it was going to be just them alone, like re-finding their love for each other. And I was like, I'll watch it, but I I can write this movie myself right now. Like I know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So wrong. I was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to this cabin and it kicks off like really fast. Like we have maybe. We're there. Yeah. Maybe five minutes of like background building in this therapist's office. And then he lays it out like, hey, you should do this thing. And Wait, he's did, like, we say, oh, no. did we even say the name of the movie? It's called The One I Love. Oh, yeah, we did not. This movie is called <laughs> The One I Love. Wow. Sorry to everyone that we told to go watch this movie. It'll be in the title. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They nailed it. Redemption. They're just sitting there like, say the fucking movie so I can go watch. <laughs> so we spend a few minutes in the office with this therapist and then he lays out the flyer and he's like, you know, you guys should go do this thing. And the husband's like, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to do anything. And then they're there. Like they go to this, not a cabin. It's like a cottage, like a country cottage thing. A cool house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, beautiful on like a lot of land with like orchards and gardens and a pool and this dope ass back house and not spooky at all like just not even a little. nice like it like it didn't give you the creepy vibes whatsoever until like i said at night yes when, yes and it wasn't the house it was the camera that like made me feel like why are yeah. they looking at the window so hard <laughs> totally yeah i like paused and was staring at the tv i'm like what am i missing i turned off, i watched it in the office i turned off the light because i was like is there something outside like <laughs> <laughs> um but the husband is like, dude, there's a cool backhouse thing. Like we should, you know, we should check that out. So they're like trying to be like a couple together. They're out there alone and they make dinner and they're trying to be cute and like play games and like throw grapes at each other and stuff. And they go out to the backhouse and I don't necessarily understand. Maybe, maybe I missed this part, but maybe they said i'll meet you in the back house or something like that but they like smoke some pot and then she goes to the back house Mm -hmm. and is having a great time like you know again like throwing grapes playing games being romantic and they make out and they you know like have this great time and then she comes back in the house because she's like and they do it and and it's important they they do it oh yes they have sex in the house yeah in the back house yeah and they that's one thing they make it a point because it's like they haven't been having sex they've been having marital troubles and intimacy Mm -hmm. has been a problem and they you know night number one they're having a great time with each other and they do it and then she has to go back to the house for something like to get changed or oh i think they're going to sleep in the back house yeah so she went to grab like oh let me go get some pajamas or something so she goes in the house and she hears like the TV on or something and she walks by and the husband is sleeping on the couch in the house. And she's like, ha ha, very funny. Like, you know, you you tricked me, you're asleep, whatever. 
and he's not moving. And so she goes over and like starts <laughs> poking him awake. And he's like, Oh, what, what happened? You know? And she's like, are you just going to pretend like we didn't just have sex? Like what's going on? And he's like, we didn't have sex. What are you, what are you talking about? And the, the writing in this movie, I think it's very crucial to it to say that yeah. the writing was like perfect. Like, it, it is exactly how it would go if this were to happen to you. It was very realistic, in my opinion. Like the escalation, like I could feel and is exactly like nothing. So often at times in movies, I, I think, why aren't they saying this? Why aren't they doing this? But like they were saying that he would he would be like, wait, stop. I did not have sex with you. Why are you saying that? And like, yeah. he would just address it like head on over and over. And she would be like, this is a joke. You're not being, you're not being cool. I'm out of here. Yeah. Was- and then like, they have this fight, you know, he, it, they just, I think he goes and sleeps in the back house uh, because like, you know, they're, they're having a fight. So he goes and sleeps in the back house and he wakes up and his wife is making him breakfast and she's being all sweet. And he again tries to address the fight. He's like, you know, not like, oh, this is strange, but I'll leave it alone. He's like, hey, so like, sorry about the fight. You know, it was kind of weird. And she's just like, uh-huh. Yeah, it was so crazy, but whatever. Let's just forget it. And he won't leave it alone. He's like, yeah, we should forget it, but it was kind of weird, right? Like, were you joking? Were you not joking? Like, I still don't know where you're at with that. I want to forget it, but I have questions. He's like, I'm totally, I'm totally down, like, to have a good weekend and forget about it. That being said, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> it was so, I cannot drop this is like the vibe he's giving up. And I loved it. Yeah. And he goes out of the house thing and she's in the other house and he's like uh this is super fucking strange do you remember when you said you had sex with me last night and uh i didn't didn't do that and and i was very confused well you're in there making me eggs and bacon and you hate when i eat bacon but there's eggs and bacon in there and he like drags her in there and everything's clean everything's gone and he's like, what the fuck? How do you get the smell of bacon out of a house in five minutes? You can't so do it. True. It's impossible. So true. And he, again, like perfect writing, he puts it together immediately. He's like, maybe it only happens when we enter alone. So he's like, okay, you go in there. I'll wait right here. Go in there. See what happens. And she goes in and it's him in the house doing push-ups or sit-ups or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, uh, what? So then they have this moment of like, okay, something very Twilight zone is going on and we have to figure it out. Um, I don't know what to do about this, but we got to lay some ground rules. And yeah, what's interesting to note off the bat is that his experience with the wife, uh, with like the what we're going to call the fake wife is like, it's fine, but it's like, she's a Stepford wife. She's like a robot. She's like, yeah, no negativity. Yeah. And his approach is like, what are you? Who are you? How do you know about me? Testing the limits. Let's go outside. Do you want to go for a walk? And she's like all in, she's like just in like legit having a good time relationship. And he's 
he is not down for that. Yeah, he knows something super weird's going on. But when the wife goes in, she, like, you're right, is all in. And she, like, likes this guy that is her husband, but a better version. And she's like, I want to spend more time in here. And, like, I'm kind of falling in love with this weird clone of my husband. And, like, yeah. So they they draw this divide very well where, like, they're only going to spend a little bit of time in the house, you know, at a time to, like, Mm -hmm. experiment. And she wants to go longer and longer. And like, she starts getting like physical with the clone mm-hmm. and a husband is obviously not down for that. Uh, and he's like, can't you see what's going on here? Like, this is very strange. This isn't real. Like y- you get that. Right. And yeah. it did such a good job of being super tense and super realistic and like everything you would do. And another crucial point to know is that when someone else, like when your partner was in the house, you could not get in the house. Like you physically were barred off the doors yeah. locked. And it, it seemed like the house was indestructible too. It definitely was. He threw a huge ass rock at the glass and it just bounced off. And he's like, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Before we go any further, when were you initially mind blown? when she got back to the, the house after the first night, like like when she came back from the guest house and saw him asleep on the couch? Yes. Okay, that's when I was like, oh, wow. But what I did know is that they saw, they would begin to see clones of each other. So like that didn't blow my mind, but I didn't know when it would happen. And a couple other things, big things would blow my mind later that I didn't know about. Yeah, so like a few things really hit me. First of all, again, because I was not expecting anything like this, when she finds him on the couch, I was like, um, okay, something very supernatural is going on here. And I'm, I'm 10 times more intrigued than I was about, you know, five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, the- I imagine like, I imagine this being, this was in 2014, by the way, this is kind of old. I remember, or I, I imagine a bunch of like, like heartthrobs, a bunch of mostly women, let's say women and men in, in this theater for the rom-com aspect. And this happens and they're just like, ugh, dumps their popcorn on the ground and fucking <laughs> storms out. <laughs> because it just changed. It is not like a rom-com at all or, or sweet artsy romance movie anymore. After yes, this. after that moment, it like definitely gets weird and stays there and then turns up yeah so seeing the husband on the couch got me Mm -hmm. he did exactly what i was thinking and he pulls out his phone and hits the recorder and leaves it in there that was smart that was smart shit i I was thinking you should do that i was like you should record something and he goes in there sure as shit turns on his recorder and like hides it i was like there we go buddy you're doing it you're doing it right yeah and when he couldn't find it, I was like, oh, no, like it, it knows whatever it is in the house. It knows that you did that. Yeah. And he goes in there to retrieve it. And the wife, the fake wife comes up and is like, oh, hey, how are you? What are we doing today? Like being all sweet. And he's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to go take a walk. And, and at the last minute, it's like, hey, I found your phone. And it's like, oh, no. Oh. Yeah. 
But what was really weird was that when he tried to play the recording, it was really staticky. And that was yeah. something that wasn't quite explained that I'm like very curious about. Whatever it was, I honestly think it was like really, really intense sci-fi shit or magic or a curse. I think it might have been a curse now that I think about it. I think the curse wouldn't allow him to hear. Yeah, it was, it, but it just ramped up the mystery like times 10. In that mm-hmm. moment, he's like, he goes into the garden and he hits play and it's like, and I was like, oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. And then the other part that really hit me in the face was closer to the end when mm-hmm. they both walk into the house, into the main house, and they're like arguing and the clones are in the house. Yeah. I was like, like bro, no. Whew. Yeah. That, that caught me off guard. Um, one scene that it, it didn't like, it didn't like, it was like a twist, but it, it was really fucked up and I couldn't believe this happened was when he knew, so like his name was Ethan, right? Ethan. Ethan. So like real Ethan knew that his wife was really interested in fake Ethan. So he planned it perfectly to get into the house the same time she was walking in and he like took off his glasses glasses and ruffled up his hair to emulate to become fake ethan and she like went in to like console and fake ethan and basically to do it with him and so he did it with his his wife with his wife not knowing who he was it is such a weird gray murky situation like yes she thinks she's having sex with her husband and she is but it's not the version of the husband that she wants which is fucked up because he's still lying to her and she wouldn't if she knew and it, it's so weird it's, it's so weird it's such an awkward moment where yeah. like she wanted to have sex with him and you're right like she wouldn't have wanted to with her real husband yeah like, what how do i feel about this right it's bad i it just don't know what to call it yeah um that was fucking crazy um the next the next big twist to me comes after a couple of these moments so they get into the house after they're arguing about what's going on they see the the clones sitting at the table like hanging out and they're like they're so vague so ambiguous ethan is just pegging them with questions he's like who are you? What are you? What the fuck is going on? And they're like, they just kind of blow it off. Or like, it seems like fake Ethan is kind of in charge here. He's like, hey man, yeah. like sometimes you just got to let it go. Like it's a good thing, right? Why shit on a good thing? Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm obviously real because I'm sitting here in front of you. You're seeing me. We're talking. I'm real. Like, don't question it, you know? And then he goes into like some quantum physics metaphor with an animal in a dark room and he's like does the aardvark question when the lights turn on or does he just look around the room and enjoy what's in the room like don't be don't be questioning it man just enjoy the room with the lights on i was like what the fuck like what are you talking about yeah and like 
under any other normal circumstance, I think Ethan would have blown up and been like, dude, you need to start fucking explaining what's going on here or I'm going to lose it. But his wife was so smitten with fake Ethan. She was like, hey, Ethan, why don't you just like be cool? Like, why don't you be cool? Because this is I, I need this. And he would kind of do anything that she wants because he's trying so hard to make things better in their relationship. So hard. Yes. And before we go any further, there was a couple little tells, a couple little signs that I was like trying to keep up with. And I wish like I almost want to watch the first part again to like see if I can catch it. Mm -hmm. But what I especially after the cell phone incident, he leaves the phone in there to record no recording. But then all of a sudden there's a bunch of voicemails from people that fake Ethan called. So it was almost like anything you took into that house, the clones now had access to. Uh, yeah. So like yeah. fake guy was making calls, asking questions about his real life. Uh, he started missing clothes. And I want to see if they're clothes that he wore into that back house earlier in the movie. That like, oh God, like yes. Now, now the clone has the shirts and you don't. Because uh, that happened right. right after. Like they had you know the the whole are you having sex with me or or the clone debacle that same sweater that he wore the day before the clone was wearing the following day yeah yeah damn and so it's that like i want to watch all this stuff but it's like they slowly have access to things and like the more they gain access the more they know and i was hoping ethan like caught on to that because then they start playing poker and I was like, is he going to trick the clone? Like, is he going to about to outsmart this clone? And that's why I yeah. thought like he was bluffing. And I was like, is he going to fucking blow the lid on this whole deal right now? I was like on edge during the poker. Yeah, game. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, it's like, it's like a lot of, um, I don't know what to call it. It's like a lot of dick measuring, I guess. But it's, it's not really like that because like fake clone or, or fake Ethan is just kind of owning everything. Like he's just the smartest guy. He's the funniest guy. He's the most chilled out guy. And he's making already tense Ethan look so much worse. Like so dumb. Yes. And that like, that's a thing that happens in real life. Like to yeah, totally only couples, but to just like, honestly, I think it's probably mostly dudes that are like yeah into girls and they want to impress them and like the more they're like frustrated with competition like the less attractive they become totally like, you know what totally. i'm talking about yeah yeah they like sort of shut off and like they think it's being helpful and it's not like i won't say the people's names on here that we went to college with but i but i we know a few people that have done shit like that um and, it, and it's just so obvious to everybody who's like on a different level than that you know um like hey man we're just trying to have a good time but it seemed like the clone knew what he was doing oh you yeah, know he was manipulative as fuck yeah yeah totally um and then what, one scene i really liked was there was a lot of animosity between real ethan and clone ethan but not real sophie and clone sophie until they went to the kitchen. Oh my God. That was maybe one of my favorite parts of this. That was really good. That was really good. 
that was like have you seen robin hood men in tights no oh wait yeah oh that one, you've yeah. never seen that robin hood men in tights there's this scene where he challenges him to a duel and he slaps him <laughs> with a leather glove and robin hood yeah. picks up like a knight's metal glove hand, <laughs> yeah <laughs> bashes him over the head with it i felt like that's what happened in the kitchen like there was a little Dude, bit of like, yeah. banter and then she fucking grabs like just a hammer and it's like yes oh but it was with words it wasn't a physical altercation it was oh it it felt so good to me because this whole time what they're building at in the dynamic is that talking about the real couple the wife sophie is angry with ethan because he cheated and she is just not happy in the marriage they go to this cabin and she finds a dude that looks and sounds just like her husband, but is way cooler and chiller and like more emotionally available. And she's like, Oh my God, like Mm -hmm. this is what I want. And so she is now having a blast with technically another dude. Mm -hmm. And she's like, let me have this, you know, like thinking she's kind of on top. And then we have this scene with both couples and fake Sophie is like kind of this whole time has been relatively like I guess, timid and like submissive almost robotic. Like you said, like robotic. And she, they're talking in the kitchen and what she says is like, you know, have you and Ethan talked about like our, you know, what we talk about? Like, are you, do you guys discuss our uh, time together? You know, when we're apart and like, you know, cause we've been talking about it and she's like, well, are you more concerned with, what you discuss or if he's discussed what we've done or like whatever one of the most brilliant fucking pieces of writing dude like that was such i'm not even doing it justice it was like are you concerned that i'm sharing what me and ethan are doing or that he's sharing what you and him are doing or like something like that it It was was like do, do you do you care about what me and ethan are doing or do you care about what I know and can tell people about what you and the clone are doing? Yes, exactly. But like fucking eloquent as shit. Yeah. Oh God. And like, it was just delivered fucking perfectly. And I was like, bro, oh my God. <laughs> and she, it was like so jarring because she was so timid before this. And then she just fucking comes out. She goes from zero to hundred with that. Yeah. And you're like, claws Whoa. come out. Like I expect yeah. her to have a prison shank in her hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, so fierce. And what makes it even cooler is that she's drinking wine from the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. God. And all just like the same actors talking to each other, like to themselves, basically. That, that is what's most impressive, I think, is filming something like this where you, you basically have to be two people that mm-hmm. are trying to be the same person, but like just minor variations of each other. They did such a good job. And killed it. they killed it. It reminded me of when Split came out. James McAvoy had to play like uh, 16 different people. I think he's the master still. He still has the dub. He still has the title, bro. He's so good. He was amazing. But my uncle was telling me, like he's, my uncle's mm-hmm. like, huge film buff like director and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. and he's like that's those are the roles that that real actors like really want 
is to like stretch themselves. You know, like James McAvoy probably loved doing split because he got to be a bunch of different people and show that he could do anything. And like similar to this, where it's like, I don't want you to be this character. I need you to split in half and be two different characters talking to each other. Like, how hard do you think that would be? I can't can't imagine character. Yeah, like I can't imagine trying to be a, a character and then like messing up my hair a little bit and putting a different shirt on and then being another character talking to that other it's fucking it's bananas it, it, it is so bananas jesus christ um so so things kind of go to a, get to a boil at dinner like they're like they do the gambling game and it's fucking tense and then uh clone ethan is like all right, well, I'm cool. I'm the cool Ethan, but I'm going to do something a little uncool right now. And I'm going to spill the beans on what real Ethan did in the bedroom with real Sophie. And he's like, this fucking crazy guy, real Ethan pretended to be clone Ethan to hook up with real Sophie. Real Sophie didn't know about it. She was real fucked up. Uh, and she was upset. She's like, I want you to go sleep in the guest house, bitch. Get out of here. Which really irritated me. Real Same. Sophie bothered the hell out of me. She, uh, she, I think she was so broken that she was incapable of seeing, like, seeing and seeing anything clearly. Like, our guy was struggling so hard to say to her, like, this is fucking crazy. They, these people are like monsters or robots or fucking alternate dimension us is but either way they're not us they're not us and you like you got to get past that and she just was not down like she she was so con- fucking convinced that like she could just keep going doing what she's doing yeah and she was like i'm not leaving like i'm gonna stay here which is basically like i'm i'm leaving you for this guy yeah which is craziness and it all comes to a head the next day they're like gonna go on a hike or something and oh he could he goes to the guest house because she wants him to leave at dinner and the next day he tries to get out and he can't the house is locked yeah and clone sophie comes in and she's like we don't have much time and they just have a straight conversation he's like why are you helping me? Why are you pretending to be my wife? And she's like, I'm not your wife. And that's the first time we really have this like very direct conversation with the clones. Like they had this thing at dinner and they know that they're like each other, but they weren't, they were being really elusive about it and being like, yeah, yeah. Like this is crazy, but you know, just live in the moment. And then the following morning, she's like, I'm not your wife uh it's so it's so jarring like there's the that's the best word i can use for this movie it's like there's so many scenes that are like that just really clash like with themes or or moods from earlier in the movie right yeah so it's like you're not used to someone just being honest and straightforward all of a sudden and you're like yeah. whoa what so wild so it's she basically then explains that Two, at least the way I understood it, two people always have to remain on that property. 
Yeah. Whether it's the two people that came on the property or the two people that were on that property or any combination thereof, two people have to stay and two people get to leave. Mm -hmm. And she's like, this isn't supposed to happen, but uh, clone Ethan is in love with real Sophie. And I think they're going to try to leave together. So we have to stop this. And like, they're going to go on a hike, I think. And clone Sophie, like it's going to be the three of them, which is super weird. Like real Ethan is left out of the group now because he's, you know, yeah. the, the only They're logical like, he guy. Needs, he needs to breathe. And so she's like, oh, well, all my stuff's in the guest house. And I, you know, don't want to go in there because we need Ethan to cool off. Do you have any extra clothes? So, of course, she has exact two pairs of the exact same outfit. And she's like, yeah, put these on. So then they look exactly the same, which doesn't help anything. And... <laughs> she helps him get into the real house and basically stalls clone Ethan clone. Sophie stalls clone Ethan. Uh, so yeah. he can talk with real Sophie can talk with real Ethan. And he tries to like basically convince her. He's like, look, just give me a second. Like, I love you. This is insane, but I don't want to lose you. Like, you know, he, like becomes emotionally available. Finally and, in the face of very weird, intense adversity. <laughs> Yeah, which is like, I'm sure it's kind of the point of this place is to like basically make you like break down and super desperate. And then like, you know, through trials like that, you know, couples grow stronger or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she comes around and she's like, she like, you can see it in her face, which is like great acting on Elizabeth Moss's part. It's like, you mm-hmm. can see she's like touched. And she's like, you're right. Like, you're my husband. And like, it's all written in her face. She doesn't say a word. Totally, and totally they're about to leave together and then fig Ethan comes and there's like a physical altercation between them. Mm -hmm. And he fake Ethan then realizes he's the odd man out. Like he was the cool guy and now he's been found out and he tries to make a break for it and hits a force field. What? (laughs) Yeah. That was the only part, the only part in the whole movie where I was like, this is a little too off. It would have been cool if he just hit something and it, you couldn't see it to me. You know? It, it was just like, like that there big... was a ripple. Like, it yeah. reminded me of cabin in the woods. Oh, yeah. There was like a big reverberating ripple, like as if you dropped a pebble in water. That's what it looked like. Yeah. But like, um, on the fucking whole surrounding property. Yeah, like in the air. It's just whoa, 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 whoa. And it's like, oh. Yeah. And it fucking knocked him the hell out. He was trying to get out real quick. And he just smacked into it because he was trying to go out alone and it seems like two people are needed to escape yeah and so it's like almost, that's the rule you have to be two people leaving at the same time that's how it goes yeah and i think it was what clone sophie was saying before like the more in love two people are the more freedom that the clones have or whatever like the stronger their connection gets with one of the real people like that's why they started to be able to leave the house before they were locked in yeah walk the ground so it's like emotional connections were changing and that allowed the clones to like do other stuff and yeah like in the fact that what uh real real ethan was in a big fight with real sophie that's what locked him inside like things were bad with his significant other so he got yeah. stuck. 
so they go to check on clone Ethan because he outran everybody. Yeah. So real Ethan runs up and he's knocked out on the ground. Two Sophies that look exactly the same come up. Same clothes, same hair, everything. Same clothes, same everything. And he's like, we got to get out of here. And then he has this moment of looking between them and he's like, I can't tell you apart. And one of them like smiles at him and he's like, okay, you like, let's go to get in the car and they take off. And I knew immediately, like, it's got to be the clone girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no other way. But then we flash forward. I don't know how long, you know, and they're like in bed, having a good time, like not sexually, but just like joking around with the covers and shit. (laughs) They're in bed, not fucking doing other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you said that. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I felt like it was ambiguous and I was like, oh, they could be alluding to them boning down but no it was just adorable like morning stuff yeah yeah she's like oh well i guess i should just make you breakfast and a that tipped me off i was like "Mm, this feels a little weird but who knows how long it had been they'd been being cutesy for a while after this weird debacle yeah so she goes to make him breakfast and he's like oh what's on the menu and she's like i don't know bacon and eggs and that goes straight back to earlier when she's making him bacon and eggs, yes. he's like, when I eat bacon. And so she says bacon and he looks directly at the camera and it's like through the door, which is a really good shot. And he's because it's like basically him looking at the camera is him looking down the hall towards where she is. And it's just that creepy violin music. And it like, he gets up and walks towards him, and then that's <laughs> the end of the movie. And he's, and he, he's like, Oh fuck, I grabbed the wrong wife. But I guess I'm cool with it. Yeah, and that's one thing that I chalk up to being kind of a more artistic film is that it left it relatively open-ended. We don't know if he's okay with it. I don't think he is. In my mind, he's I mean, all of a sudden not okay with it. You're right, because he, he expressed that that's not what he wanted before they left the property, right? Yeah. He's like, you and me you're you're my wife i'm your husband we're really fucked up and i love that about us and i want us to like figure this shit out together i don't want anybody else like let's not involve anybody else so like i think he really truly wanted to fix things with her um and like but at the same time maybe he was okay with it because his wife effectively chose another dude over him right yeah 100 you know? one crucial thing we forgot as well before we get adorable bedroom scene oh my god the computer yeah bro oh my god wait you say yours and then we'll do computer well okay so before we get from the cottage to this cute bedroom scene with the breakfast and and the revelation that it's the clone on the way in the car you know he's like you you hear the audio and he's like on the phone maybe a message for the shrink and he's like i know you've been ducking my calls so we're heading over there right now they go to the office of the shrink and it's empty. The piano's there, but there's no more books on the shelves. There's no more furniture. There's no more anything. And they're just yeah. standing in an empty room like, what the hell? So if this was a dumbass artsy movie, I think it would have ended with the couple driving out, right? Yep. Like, oh, we don't have no inclination of who he grabbed to come with him. Or it would have ended when they found the therapist's office abandoned. But like it gave us just enough to make it not artsy and i loved that yeah it gave you just enough closure to know 
pretty yeah. much what's about to happen. Like they're probably yeah. going to argue in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't fucking Sophie. <laughs> I knew the way you got along with my mom. Sophie hates my mom. <laughs> Real Sophie's allergic to dogs. <laughs> so, okay. So going back to the computer, this is kind of when like everything kind of came up crazy. He's like locked in that house. And he, so he has time to burn. He messes around on the computer and finds files of, of like a hundred different couples, finds himself and hears this fucking terrifying audio of like a couple that doesn't sound like them start to sound like them. They're like, I am Ethan. I am Ethan. I am Ethan. I am Ethan. <laughs> and you're like, what? You the open f- the box and <laughs> we came. <laughs> you opened it. We came. <laughs> That was the perfect Hellraiser voice. Uh, that was my favorite thing you've ever said. Uh, what, what a good callback. <laughs> what I liked is that he doesn't open their file first. He has to search for it. There's a bunch yeah. of files on the desktop. And it's like, it's cool because I saw it early on in the movie. And I thought it was just kind of cool decoration. But I also took a mental note that there was like a straight up recording studio in this back house there was a microphone there was a oh nice mac god of course cool holy shit speakers and i was like oh maybe this is like a fun like couples exercise that's what i was thinking that's first, what i thought but then i never thought of it again smart dude it stuck with me a little just because it was like you know weird stuff like weird different. stuff to be there right exactly like, you've been in 100 airbnbs so have i we've never seen recording equipment Except for the Hard Rock Hotel that one time. Oh, except where we were in a hotel with recording equipment. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) But every other time. Okay, one out of a (laughs) hundred. But it was, it just stuck out a little bit as strange to me. But he goes to the computer and he starts clicking open other couples' files and like listening to the tapes. And there wasn't anything too ominous. Like it was just, it sounded like recorded therapy sessions. And he's like, what the hell is this? And he's looking for their names and he can't find it. So he like goes into like, it was a Mac. So he goes into like the finder screen and like, yeah, it's in their names or whatever. And it comes up and he clicks in and there's like five recordings. I was like, what? I thought it was going to be them in the house. That was my first thought. Oh, it was whatever conversations they were having in the house. I was like, okay. And he clicks recording number one obviously which i guess you should and it's it's these creepy voices it's like i am ethan i am ethan (laughs) i am ethan i am ethan it's like they're adjusting their voices i was like what hell dude no real further explanation but creepy just just the right amount of creepy because you can imagine the shrink sitting there like no no no, like it's deeper or no it's not that deep and like trying to coach them on like how to sound like that oh it like freaks me out i feel like they were just saying their thing and he was doing some weird magic on him and like he was he was calibrating each time he's like uh i gotta go up here Uh, i gotta go down here i'm gonna go this way i'm gonna go that way that's what i that's what i imagine so you think he was like some kind of like some kind of wizard like a some like demon. like some weird weird dark fucked up magic and like 
maybe this thing does work on couples. Like the way the way fake Sophie described it was we were supposed to have you guys like go against each other so we could leave together. So it's like a very prolonged experience. Like a couple goes in, they get deceived by their clones. They get left behind as the clones leave, right? And then the clones take over their lives, right? The clones go off and they're like, we're going to take your lives. And then a new couple eventually comes in and the couple is now renewed and they have a mission together and they have gone through this, you know, crazy adversity and they have to become the new couple. And then they, they go off and take these people's lives. And and now they're like super into each other because they went through all this bullshit. So it's like a really, really intense fucked up therapy, you know, just like on point on theme with those other things I was shitting on earlier, but like way cooler. Yeah. And that you just put it together for me so much better than I had it in my own head. Like I, I wasn't, I had to read about it. I wasn't sure what the optimal outcome was supposed to be. Like that's why, that's why Sophie fake Sophie was like, my, my guy wasn't supposed to fall in love with real Sophie. Fake Ethan was not supposed to fall in love with real Sophie. And I don't want to be left behind. Like, remember, that's what she said. Yeah. And I, I heard her say that. And I, and in my mind, I was like, so what was supposed to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, like what, if, if, if there's weird uh, rules to this place where like we're locked in and you're locked out and like kind of weird entry and exit codes of like this place, how are two people supposed to leave like is the is the incoming couple supposed to realize how crazy this is reunite after a weird experience and leave or is like like i I just didn't quite understand like what was supposed to happen and the reason like this did not work out and the therapist was like oh i gotta move to a new city i guess (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then you just keep sending people over um I would imagine that like some couples would realize it's fucked up and crazy and just bounce. Like they did that in the beginning, remember? And they went to the restaurant and they talked it over and they were like, well, let's go back to the, the house and see what happens. She, she got roped in she immediately. She was so down. Yeah. Smitten, like in within a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The feeling was totally mutual. And like when she saw him, uh fucked up on the ground after smacking into the force field she's like i can't leave him that's how i knew it was her she wouldn't take her eyes off the guy on the ground and i was like real sophie (laughs) and then fakes and then fake sophie dropped it she's like fuck this guy i want to go with you out of here which is totally what happened and so cool yeah dude this was really good like <laughs> I, I would have never heard of this, let same. alone found it on my own, let alone decided to watch it on my own. <laughs> Dude, this was okay. This was an absolute slam dunk because we didn't know what we were doing when we woke up today, right? We fucking we right. fucking let's 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 be so honest. We did not know what we were doing. We researched it, found this list on Medium, and picked one of the movies i picked it uh because i like i like her elizabeth moss and 
a combination of three things. I like Elizabeth Moss. I like how high it was on the list. It was like near number one. It was like number two or three. And I like the, the, that it was on Netflix, that it was easy to watch. It's like, oh, everybody has Netflix. I'll watch it. Yeah. So those, those three things got me to do it. Um, and this was it, a happy surprise for me because I had no time to choose anything and didn't trust my own memory for things on the list that I'd already watched. And so I was like, I'm just going to watch what you're watching. Uh, I'm in. Didn't give it a second thought, just threw it on. Holy shit. What a ride. So good. What the hell? I want to watch it with someone who's not seen it or know anything about it. Like I would love to sit, sit next to somebody and just like stare at their face as they watch it, you know, kind of yeah. like when we did it with the Bandersnatch at Sean's house. Do you remember? Yeah. Like that. That was fun. Um, it was really funny. Like within, I'm not kidding, probably a, a month or two of me and Katie dating. I don't know how this got brought up, but we were like, what if a fucking clone of one of us comes up and we decided on a word that we remember and constantly like verify with each other till this day. If we ever fucking run into a, a someone that resembles us and it seems weird, we have to recite the code word. Yep. You told me that a long yeah. time ago. So like we were talking about this situation and we were like, damn, we're oddly very prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> like easy. Like you walk into the room, bugles. What's the code word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like call and response. Yeah, you walk, you start walking away with one of the wives and you say, all right, what's the code word? Katie would know instantly, would say it. We, I, we've tried this so many times. Like I've tested her so many times. <laughs> Has she tested you so many times or is it always uh, like a one-sided thing? Uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I... I I think I've tested her a million times, which is so funny. Why am I so afraid of Katie being fucking cloned <laughs> and not the other way around? It's very serious. She should know about this. She should test you. Like, you could be anybody. Yeah, seriously. Anyone. We've watched <laughs> too many things. Skin. I could be a skinwalker for all she knows. I... Also, watching this movie, especially near the end when the two Ethans literally like wrestled i had i had a moment where i thought of annihilation you remember the end of annihilation when yeah, she's wrestling wow. with the weird space goop the space goop person yeah i almost had a feeling that they would something about the uh like knowledge that they were clones and like just the knowledge of the situation that real Ethan had. I almost thought that clone Ethan would like sort of absorb something off of him and like they would be mirroring each other. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And just like cancel each other out. Yeah. And they would like what, what I had anticipated happening was that the clones were better versions of their counterparts based on the desires of their uh significant others am i saying that right so like yeah yeah like yeah, the yeah. husband the clone husband was going to be what the real wife wanted 
and the clone wife was going to be what the real husband wanted, right? There were those, those things were going to intersect. I think and it just appeared that way. I think it did appear that way because and like, they, like were, if, they were their own people apparently, but yeah, it's like, it, I mean, there's no, no other feeling I think than to feel like a fresh start. Like imagine if you and Fal had a fat fucking fight, right? And then like 30 minutes later, you guys get back in the same room and you fucking have changed clothes. Like you're, you're looking, looking cool. You, uh, you bought a bunch of like wine and stuff. You're set, like you've just turned up and you're just different. It's like you've like dodged the problem, right? It's like, it, it's like a fresh start. And I would, I would bet Fallow would be like, I could, I could get down with this. Like this, I'm down to forget about the, the, painful shit and just get along with the cool stuff well i was i was going to take it in a slightly different direction i was going to bring rick and morty into this oh god we're going deep do you remember that episode where they had uh the cloning hat on um oh my god what is the wife's name Beth. Beth. They had the cloning hat on Beth, and it was cloning her vision of Jerry. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like you know a I'm fucking loser. So he was like a little yeah. helpless slug. And then yeah. as soon as he started to stand up for himself, it started cloning her new vision of him, and it was like a yes. strong man. Yeah. So I was thinking like this clone was going to start representing more attributes that the real guy like her feelings of the real Ethan you know what I'm saying it was gonna be like a projection and so when they were fighting I was like is this gonna get like like a mirror image like they're gonna meet in the middle and be like the exact same person like I was that's where my mind went (laughs) yeah dude I thought I thought uh up until the I don't know up until the very very end that they were up until i saw the pictures of different people i thought they were robots i thought they were like super advanced sci-fi robot things the only reason i didn't think they were robots was because only one of them would show up at a time and Mm. it was the the opposite partner of the other one so like yeah. the husband and, and wife would be there, like yeah. doing, you know, breakfast and be like, this is crazy. You'd walk out, the wife would walk in <laughs> and the husband would be there doing sit-ups. And it's like, it, it almost felt like too fast for a, like a robot to be able to, you know, keep up with, unless it's like nanobot Iron Man suit robots that are like shifting immediately. So I was like, okay, like you're right. I thought it was a straight up alien. <laughs> that was, that was oh. my thought. The feeling is like supernatural for sure. You're right. You don't, you like, you don't ever see one of them like fucking glitch out or like do robotic movement. It's very supernatural. Which was also what I was looking for. But I thought it was cool that it was like the previously cursed and they were trying to get the fuck out. Yeah. Which have you ever seen the movie, The Skeleton Key? Mm, No. Wasn't that a book? Uh, it was probably a book, but it was also um, a movie with Kate. You're going to say Kate Moss. Nope. Uh, Beckinsale. 
Nope. Her uh, name is completely leaving me, but that'll come back later. But anyways, oh. it's like kind of a kind of a similar premise where someone goes out into the middle of nowhere to like get away and basically older versions of people enter new bodies. Oh and god. Kind of similar to get out almost. Um oh, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, thank you so much. Um where it's like old souls that are trying to live forever inhabit new bodies that get trapped on the property. Mm. Yikes. That's a cool That's... movie. Kind of cheesy, but pretty good. You know what, dude? I would prefer a fucking cheesy ass movie with an amazing plot over a really well done movie with a shit ass plot. Agreed. I'll take I'll take the cheesy with the sick plot any day. So here's here's a question for you. Apparently we love this movie. This is great. Yeah. Is there anything that you wanted from it that you didn't get? I think uh, what I well like just immediately what goes right into my brain is rather than this being the cliffhanger, I love I love like a cliffhanger where you know something's where where something's going. It's kind of like the horror movie aspect, you know. It's like at the end of a like when like the bad Friday. guy's not dead. Yeah, like, he like wakes up or you attacks or whatever, just like that. Or like he was dead on the ground over there. You look away for a second, you look back and he's gone and you're like, okay, exactly. he's not dead. Exactly. I'm okay with that shit. I don't think that's artsy. I think that's like horror tactics. I think uh, what would have been cool is like if we again saw Ted Dance and the therapist talking to a new couple and like getting them set up to talk, you know? Uh, yeah, that would have been. I think sweet. that would have been really fucking sweet. But I, dude, I have decided or realized that I love these movies where it's like a small number of actors or an actor in a confined space for a long period of time. Like I immediately go to like Phone Booth and all that shit. Uh, the and one like where the first Saw movie. Yeah, Saw. The one where Ryan Reynolds is underground, buried. That's it. Buried. Oh, buried. yep. Uh. The, uh, what's the one about all the people taking the, the test? It's a lot more people. But... The exam. Yeah. I love those movies where it's just like very fucking intense and focused and it's just you have to be creative in these scenarios because you're working with little people and um, space. Yes. Um, I agree. And I think we've talked about this setup before with mostly horror movies. Where it's like, yeah, a lot of other movie genres get really expansive with like just the number of people in the movie, right? You have the main character, and maybe there's a significant other, so they're like a team or like a best friend or whatever. Yeah. And then you have their friends and their bosses and their whatevers, and you get like, you know, shitloads of people in these movies. Totally. And not that they're bad, but like, to make a compelling story with a handful of people, it's like there's something special about being that localized and like almost trapped where it's like a, a small group of people have to deal with whatever situation they're in. 
it, there's something really cool about that premise. You're right. The exam is a great example. We should definitely do that soon because I haven't seen that movie since college and it's oh, ridiculously good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it since college either and I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. It hit so hard. We're like, how is this movie this good? Yeah. What was the guy? He's like, I am the vigilator. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It was very fucking crazy and intense. And we said it the, like the rest of college. I am the vigilator. What, <laughs> what the hell? I was going to look him up, but he won't be on there. Oh, God, it was good. I want to say it was like the Allstate guy. Allstate? No, it's, you know, who it's it another is. insurance guy. It's the, it's not the insurance guy. He was, who is in, it? he was in Arrow as, um, no, was it him? Yeah, it was that guy. Oh, not, not Diggle. It was the wife, oh, thought, like the the mom's boyfriend or whatever. Like the oh, new. I husband. thought it. I thought it was Diggle. It was not Diggle, and it he was also in London has fallen. Uh, oh God, oh God! This bullshit isn't pulling up any pictures. We're just gonna have to watch this, man. We should. That should be next week. We should watch the exam. The exam because February calls for it. That's right. Yes. I'm down. I'm so very down for this one, man. Um, I would say the one thing that I wanted from this movie was just, yeah. just a little bit more of an explanation. That's of it. what they were and what was happening. Yeah. Like with get out and skeleton key right i'm gonna say those are the two movies that come to mind that are like relatively similar in that the lead character gets taken to a weird place there are apparently some kind of weird cloning bullshit going on and then you know like they're essentially body snatchers you know taking over people that's kind of what's happening here I'm not going to discredit any of the movies by saying they're exactly the same because they're definitely not, but in a similar feel like that's, those are the movies that I'm going to group it with. But I, in both of those movies, uh, get out and skeleton key, we had an explanation as to what was going on and get out. It was literally a surgery that was happening and they were like literally (laughs) swapping brains or whatever in skeleton key. It was like, it took place in Louisiana and it was like straight up voodoo that was going on. It was like voodoo magic Mm. in this movie. We don't know. And as cool as that is, it's also irritating (laughs) because I'm like, what the hell was that? Like, is it a magical place that's doing this? Is it the therapist that's doing some kind of craziness? Like what is the deal? So I kind of wish we had a little bit of explanation on it. Yeah. I think it's, I think the therapist, or I know the therapist is involved heavily because he's in a picture with every single new couple that has been stuck at the spot, right? Um, and there's a bunch of files on the computer and stuff. And, and uh, yeah, so that leads me to believe that it's like driven by the therapist and it's magic of some sort. There's no indication of, technology and there's like a random but like here's the thing man this is gonna sound fucking crazy very very advanced technology is gonna be indistinguishable from magic right 
Like if it's like yeah. very, very like alien tech, it will just be magic. So yep. like just one in the same, very advanced tech or magic. But like, but like at this point, we might as well just call it magic because it's so beyond us. You know, I agree. I think I think magic is I hate to sound like an asshole or whatever, but like I think magic is just what we can't explain at the moment. Totally. Like, I've heard this analogy a million times. Like if you took an iPhone back to Victorian times, like that's magic. Like they're gonna think yeah. you're a wizard. Right. So totally. It's just it's it's explainable now. We can literally take it apart and explain how it works. But at the time it was completely unknown and un like indescribable. There's no explanation for how this thing is. It's magic. Um, so I agree. Like it could be super advanced technology. Um, mm -hmm. I'd like to think it was some kind of mythical mystery, but I don't know. Or like aliens. Yeah. I wonder if someone has done like a deep dive on the movie and they can like easily determine what it is. Like the only thing I can, I can think of is like, remember when in the very beginning when Ted Danson therapist is like looking through books. I wonder if there's like a, an unusual collection of books on like fucking Norse mythology or Greek mythology. And there's something, something in there that would give us a clue about You're gonna what love he this. is. I was looking at the books while they were in the in the cottage, and I actually found books that I've read before. <laughs> they were just novels uh, oh. from, from Clive Custler, um, who's like one of my oh. favorite authors. Because as they were looking around, I was like, there's a lot of books in here. Maybe there's something to know about these. So I was like looking hard at the books, and yeah. I was like, I've read that book. I've read that book. I've read that book. There was, a, there was like a, quite a few Clive Custler books on the shelf. <laughs> I was what? like, hell yeah. <laughs> Dang. So whoever that like set assistant was likes the same books as you do and they fucking put all that shit on there. I hope so. Or maybe they were just cheap at like the local thrift store and they're like, give me all these. These are thick. Like these, these will fill up a shelf. Oh my God. That'd be funny to find out, like track down who the person would was that purchased those books and fucking ask them why they bought them do that would be tell tough. you i had a i have it i still have it upstairs in the attic an edgar Allan poe like compendium of like a bunch of his short stories oh wow stuff like a thick ass novel my mom gave it to me in high school and it was secondhand so i opened it up and i, I read a bunch of them but there's a few of the stories in there that someone has marked up and there's like, someone was trying to figure out a code. Like there's random letters. Oh my God. I'll have to show you next time you're here. Uh, there's like that random letters cool. circled and like underlined and like, there's like lines drawn into the margins and like someone was trying to decipher something in this book. Dude, but I was nice what? Old. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty legit. <laughs> Fuck me. That's a fun find. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll get it down uh, soon. I haven't thought about oh. it in years. Dang, that is a very cool find. I wonder what led them to believe that. That's that's interesting too. Yeah, I'll have to look. I'll have to look for it. Um, so I think I think we're good here. Uh, one to ten. 
what do you think about the movie? Would you recommend it to others? Damn, I would 100% recommend it to almost everybody. This is a rare it's good. It's a rare occasion where it's not one of those movies that I would be hesitant to recommend. Um like a lot of stuff I watch where I'm like, well, if you like this, you'll like that. I almost want to recommend it to everybody just to blow their minds mm-hmm. and like not tell them anything. Be like, hey, watch this. Um damn, one out of ten. Ooh, I'm gonna give it like a nine, bro. This thing was awesome. Yeah, I'm up there too, like eight or nine. It's fucking good. It's crazy. Yeah, it's very I, crazy. It, and I especially because I had such low expectations for it. I think that really yeah. helps. <laughs> I'm like, so glad you didn't look it up. Like I can't imagine my feelings for it if I didn't know, you know, anything about it. I think it may it would enhance it so much further not knowing shit about it. I was in, I, I talked to you about it before the call, but I was in such a rush, like all day long to just yeah. do anything at all. And I got so behind and I was like, fuck, I have to literally stop working right now to watch this movie in time to jump on this call. <laughs> <laughs> so I had no time to do any research. I was like, I'll watch whatever he tells me to. Fuck. So glad you did. How about this next week? You've got to pick the movie and I, I watch it no matter what it is. We're doing the exam. Yeah. I've already determined. Yes. I'm fucking juiced. I've thought about that movie a lot over the last couple of years. <laughs> I would like yeah. to watch it. Like we probably watched it 10 years ago. Yeah. And like literally only once or twice for me. And I still remember it and still really want to watch it again. Yeah. I only remember certain parts of it, but I remember it just left such an impact. So that'll be it. The exam, 100%. Write it down. Yes, dude. Um, That's it for me. Me as well. So if you want to reach us, please email or reach out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The email is aswspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at ASWS podcast. Um, you can go to our website, ASWS.show. All our episodes are on there. There is links to contact us. You can comment. You can find us on iTunes or uh, Stitcher or Spotify or literally anywhere you find podcasts. Listen to us there. You're listening already, so I'm assuming you found us. But, uh, you know, comment, rate us, you know, good reviews and shit help us a lot. So, uh, tell us what movie to watch. Hmm? we want that too. Tell us what movies to watch. Oh yeah. Definitely do recommendations. hundred percent. Um, we would love that fan recommended shit is always fun. That's all. That's all folks. Get you on the flip, but now you stay on Alex. Okay. okay bye. <laughs>